0: And welcome to the Great British Mickey Waffle. I'm Becca, and joining me tonight, we have Ben, Claire, and John. Now, as always, with our share-a-waffle, we are joined by a very special guest to talk about all things Disney. This month, we have the brilliant John Sakari from Big Fat Panda. Hi, John. How are you? And I'm very sorry if I just mangled your last
1: name. No, you actually said it correctly. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here and have a piece of the waffle.
2: Oh, fantastic! It's good to have you here. It's also, it's also going to say, "Well done, Becca," because <laughs> Becca's got a long-standing tradition of mispronouncing things. In it. no, it just, quite yeah, I know. So there you yep. go. So that's one hey, on the list. Yeah. There.
1: well done. I can mine's, say mine's a hard one because you can do a lot yeah. with it. Yeah.
0: Hey. So anyway, thank you for. Taking the time out to join with us today. As always, we're going to start with our carousel of questions. It's quick fire, but feel free to expand on your answers. Oh boy. Are you ready?
1: No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Question one Favorite park?
1: Magic Kingdom has to be Magic Kingdom. Good choice. Question I mean, two. I love the others, but if they had to, you know, if they were going to get rid of everyone yeah. and they had to keep one, I got to keep my Magic Kingdom.
3: Yeah, it makes sense. It, it wouldn't be right without the magic. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, question two. Ride that you hate.
1: Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> I am consistently disappointed I think because I've watched a video of Japan's Winnie the Pooh and we should be embarrassed of ours compared to the Japan. Did you ever watch When you get a chance just put in Japan Winnie the Pooh ride and you'll go, oh! <gasps>
2: It looks amazing. It does it look really good. Does. Yeah. Ah, great question. Right, here we go. What's the most overrated snack at Disney?
1: I think the Mickey ice cream on a stick. I don't like it that much. i much rather have the sandwich or a cheeseburger egg roll.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a popular answer. It is a popular yeah. answer. <laughs> Just a chuck ice. Yeah.
1: Or, do- or a Dole Whip, for that matter. Yeah. Ooh controversial uh
4: next question what is your favorite transportation mode in walt disney world
1: that's definitely the monorail i do like the gondola actually more than i thought but the monorail to me will always be the quintessential you know transportation of walt disney world and i really hope they expand it one day i know it's a lot of money but one day and fix them. Them. Well, and fix them, wouldn't it? Fix them, yeah. Make them work. That helps. Make them work. Let, yeah, like the door. down, no doors. There's no doors come. falling off.
2: <laughs> oh, we don't want much. Just want it a bit
0: of transport that works.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a good one. Uh,
0: number five, favourite table service restaurant.
1: I'm going to go with the Boathouse in Disney Springs. And you can do it not so expensively like the filet mignon sliders. Oh, pretty good. Less than 20 bucks with a nice loaded baked potato. You leave nice and full and you had good food. Love the it. atmosphere
3: looks really good. We, we watched it, a, th- a vlog on it the other day and it's just like it it's, on a, it's on a must do list.
0: I, to say, I will admit that we've never actually done that yet. Yeah,
1: you'll you'll love it. I, I don't know of anyone yet that has had a bad experience. Yeah, I think it's you're the recommendations
2: there, uh, John, are absolutely spot on. Because certainly, from from our point of view, of from certainly from our last trip, it was always a case that we thought, oh, it, it's a bit on the pricey side. It's a bit sort of out. You know, let's give let's give it a wide berth and we'll just go for a pint at the Raglan Road. Really, um, but the more and more we get to see different people going and and, and actually enjoying food, it becomes. And it actually becomes a very, very reasonable place to go and and enjoy yourself.
1: Sometimes it's knowing what to order. Like I get the filet mignon sliders, which I think are 15 bucks, which are two nice size sliders with a side that you get to pick. You know, I pick a loaded baked potato, but you could pick whatever you want with it. And then you get a drink and it's like for $20, I could have went to the deluxe burger, the quick place for 20 bucks. And it's not as good. So. You know, if you go for seafood and stuff like that, you're going to go for big bucks at the boathouse. But there are ways to do it less. It's,
3: it's nice that it's got a lot of options. Because if you yes. want to spend that a lot of money and actually have a special meal, or if you want to go on a budget, you've, you've got that option.
1: And so, I stay, I just don't like seafood. I just never did. So the boathouse makes me think it's all seafood, but it's not. They have some of the best meat stuff there, too, like beef and stuff. So I, I really like it.
3: That's the reason we've that's That's
0: good been to there. know. Yeah, I'm not a seafood eater. I've only just started eating fish and chips.
3: I think, I think
2: there's, a our, there's a lot of our listeners just, just heading towards, you know, to get a pen and a bit of paper, just to write that down for the plan for the next their next Disney trip. Of and how you know to, what? If you to do the boathouse.
4: If you go early evening, you get the most amazing sunset over Disney
1: oh, Springs as yes, well. Yes, 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 yes.
4: So yeah, you can dip out onto the bar at the back and take some great photos. Yeah. Gorgeous.
3: Uh, next question. Resort you haven't stayed at, but want to more than anything else on Earth?
1: Oh, I've stayed at so many of them. I'm trying to think of one I have not stayed at, but want to. Uh, I think I might have stayed at all of them. So I, I have to say, though, a resort that I want to stay at that I have not is the Ritz-Carlton. Not the Ritz-Carlton, Ooh. the Four Seasons. Sorry, not the Ritz-Carlton, the Four Seasons that's in Ooh. Disney. Mm-hmm. Never, never been to that one, and that's really not like a Disney resort. It's kind of off everyone's radar because it's over by uh, Golden Oak. Yeah. But I would, I would try that one.
4: It's not going to be bad, is it? No, it, can, it, it just can't be.
2: No, that's can't true. be. Uh, right. Here's here's another question, which is, I hope if you've if you've heard of, of us doing this before, it might not come as a surprise, but, but let's go with it. What's your favorite car park?
1: My favorite which park? Car park. <laughs> yeah. car park. Yes. Yeah. What the heck is a car park? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's okay. Parking lot.
2: Yeah, favorite parking lot.
1: Oh, okay. And they call it a <laughs> you know what? I should have known that. A car park is a parking lot. Yeah. My favorite parking lot is Hollywood Studios. It's the easiest for me to navigate. Yeah. yeah. And I like that even if you feel like you're away from the park, if you've parked on the side, like towards the right you still have a nice walk there with restrooms and the gondolas so it's still not it's not like epcot where you could just be in the car park forever yeah it's actually it's actually become
2: a parking lot since they since they redesigned it and sort of moved it sort of 90 degrees to the left it's actually become a, a very popular um choice as an answer to that question from people who live across in the states and, and I think that's that's really sort of testament to the amount of thinking that people have done because certainly it just it just opened in its new state yep. on our last trip and we we went in quite late on at night and because the uh, the early morning crowd had left we ended we ended up nigh on at the front gate because <laughs> you, you were able to get around the car park and you actually it was great and I just thought you know, somebody's actually thought about how this has how this actually been laid out. So I agree. Yeah.
4: It's, it's an odd not... question, but it's important.
1: Everyone <laughs> it, has a yeah, I, like, I actually <laughs> like odd questions.
4: <laughs> uh, I've got the next one. And uh, the question is, which is your favorite, Typhoon Lagoon, Blizzard Beach, or Volcano Bay?
1: Definitely Typhoon Lagoon. Uh, I like the theming of Typhoon Lagoon. I like that Gilligan's Island type of feel. Uh, Blizzard Beach, I I don't think I've been to Blizzard Beach in the last four years Uh, I will go to Volcano Bay at some point, what I don't like is when I'm traveling on I-4 and I can look right into it I just feel like, I don't know I feel like somebody from a vehicle is going to throw (laughs) a cigarette out onto the people that are at Volcano Bay. And and you have to be able to hear the cars. You have to. There's just no No. way that I could be in paradise and not hear, beep, 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 beep. (laughs) (laughs) The I-4. Where Typhoon Lagoon, I do feel like I'm away. And I feel like I'm, you know, tucked in this paradise of tropicalness.
3: I remember when Volcano Bay was being built. And every time we went past it, it was like... It's really close to the eye fall.
1: I'm telling you, you yes. could put your hand out and touch a slide.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, the same reason. I never really liked the look of white and wild when it was there.
1: Yeah. Because you can yeah.
0: literally see the people. There was lots
4: of reasons I didn't like the look of white and wild.
1: <laughs> it was in a weird
2: place. Yeah. But- I just think, was that the one you had to actually cross over. You cross over yeah. the road, from the car park for the parking yeah. yeah. and so you'd, you'd occasionally you'd see people sort of still in the swimming costumes yeah. back over the road, playing like chicken
1: the, with the traffic.
2: Yeah, for a line good.
1: of people with, holding tubes going up and downstairs. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, I was like, is anybody having fun there? It doesn't <laughs> look fun. It does not look <laughs> <like> fun. <laughs> Okay, next
0: question. Galaxy's Edge or Diagon Alley?
1: Definitely Galaxy's Edge, but I do like Diagon Alley, I do. Um uh, what I like about Galaxy's Edge is the food, the entire look of the place and it doesn't feel as cooped whereas I'm in, Diagon Alley feels true to Diagon Alley, but being true to Diagon Alley means that you're sometimes you know, shoulder-to-shoulder people. And getting in and out of stores is a little bit tougher. But that does look like the place. So I enjoy both of them, but I'm still a, more of a Star Wars person.
3: Yeah. I think it depends whether you're more Star Wars or more Harry Potter.
1: Definitely, definitely.
3: Yeah. Okay. Early morning or late night park visit?
1: Late night. I am not an early morning person. I don't I think I've been to a rope drop three or four times in my life. Yeah, only when I have to for something to film something, but other than that, I much rather like mosey in at three o'clock and then stay till the night and I love the way the parks look at night. I am I just love the parks at night. I wish they would stay open till one in the morning, all of them.
0: Yep. Yeah. There is a nice atmosphere about all of the parks in the evening. It completely changes.
1: It does. It does.
2: I think it's, there's that nice feeling as well you know when most people have left yeah and you have that feeling that it doesn't matter if the rides are closed by the, that time you know and, and magic kingdom is beautiful for this and you get the was it the good night kiss on the castle yep. and you just get that little bit if you can evade security as long as possible <laughs> as to trying to mop everyone up and push you towards the exit but you, you get a lovely walk around and Yeah, like you said, at night the colours and the the lighting just makes it absolutely so, so special
1: when the when the kids are like conking out at seven o'clock and going to sleep and you see the parents leaving oh you know i make believe i feel oh he's tired have a magical day good night and then you see everybody leaving you're like yay
3: <laughs> you just see the queue times just like drop it's like yeah. oh, seven doors and they have gone down to half an hour yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> although there are some times where they've had like late night parties and they're you know two in the morning and peter pan's flight still has like a 50 minute wait i'm like yeah. really <laughs> i want to go shouldn't your kids be home
2: <laughs> <laughs> i don't even think it is with the kids on it though i think it's because peter pan was open for all these late nights and everyone's like oh let's it must be a short queue and it must be
1: yeah it never is never. i reckon
0: the time has just stuck it's been yeah, at fifty minutes no, such long it, time it,
1: I always say it proves that if they make an attraction, even though it's a fast, quick attraction, but if they make it good from the beginning, like the Haunted Mansion, like Peter Pan, it still has a staying power that yeah. people do still enjoy. There's something about flying around in a little boat.
2: I'll leave it there, because otherwise I say things about Peter Pan that people don't
1: like. <laughs> it's Listen, it's, it's kind of like the Winnie the Pooh thing, I know. <laughs> but there's something special about it to me, even though it's over and so, it's so fast.
3: Yeah. So it's one of those attractions they sort of love or hate. Just depends on your experience of it. It's like last time we went on the one in Disneyland Paris, it was like we wouldn't have gone it again because it was over in like two seconds. It felt nice. like it. Yeah. It's
0: oh, it wasn't so oh. much that. It was the fact that if you're sitting at the back, you get a headache because oh. your head keeps banging on the sail. Yeah.
1: yeah. In Paris, your head keeps banging on it. Yeah, on the metal
0: sail behind you. If you sit yeah.
1: in the back, say right. it, yeah. it breaks so fast. It it yeah. your Let's have like, a redesign yeah. or put a cushion there it's the french welcoming you back to life <laughs> oh, that's it. it's very french to do that
4: yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh dear. welcome right, next, <laughs> qu- next, next question let's let's not insult everybody oh right. <laughs> keep, the, keep the magic or backstage detail
1: keep the magic or backstage detail. Okay, you know what it really matters for me. Uh for the mo- for children I say keep the magic. For adults, I think sometimes knowing some of the detail actually increases the magic for me. And let me give you a quick instance. No matter how many times somebody can tell me how the ballroom is achieved, I am of the haunted mansion, I am still like wow when I see it even though I know how it's done, I'm still impressed with how they did it. So I don't really lose too much of it from the uh, the detail. So I like the detail. I don't want to see a video though. Like I once took a video of the haunted mansion with the lights on, and I was ready to put it out on YouTube. And I thought, why would I do that? And I didn't. So I don't want to see people spoil it for me unless I like ask for to know about it. That's good. That it's
4: good sense. answer. I think yeah. I think we we're all sort of backstage detail people, but. But if kids Not, say
1: how many Mickeys are there, there's only one. I, I will yeah. definitely try to yeah. let the kids figure things out, keep it alive for them. It's yeah.
3: always nice to know at that that one point in their life that they can then choose to then look into the detail further if they want to. Definitely. I agree. Especially with so many things on like Disney+, Plus like the Imagineering story, it's nice to see the sort of the amount of detail and things that have gone into yes. the parks.
1: Yes, absolutely. I love that show.
3: Next
4: question. Uh, Favourite... Other podcaster or vlogger about Disney?
1: I don't want to give him a big head, but I will say Lou Mangello. He is, you know, he's wise. He knows things. He's funny. I give him a hard time a lot of times, but I I, I do respect him as a, uh, a knowledgeable person who really is passionate about the parks.
0: Yeah, I think we are all in agreement there. Yeah, yeah definitely. And a lovely person as well. It was lovely to talk to. Okay. On site or off site?
1: Oh, on site, definitely. I think the magic of being I mean, off site too, you it's still a good vacation, but on site that magic is still, you know, from the moment you wake up to breakfast to the cast, uh everything feels better and more magical on site.
3: It's so everything from like the smells. From as soon as you wake up, you're in a Disney hotel. You're in that bubble straight away, and yeah. no matter where you go, it's like I'll get the Disney bus. So I'll get there, and it's yeah. You, know, you just
1: carry so on that.
4: Even driving into the car park with the yeah you know, when you arrive and they say welcome home and the barrier goes up and you're like yeah I'm here. Yeah. it's yeah. it, the whole I agree.
1: thing. Agree.
3: Okay. So, um, our last, one, question. One last
2: question. Yes. Yeah. Go on, Ben. Yeah. I'll let you well, ask. This is
3: it's just the infamous question that has split a lot of us um, it, since we asked this last April. Um, so, it's, it's a year
4: nearly that we've been asking this question, and we're no further I'm forward.
3: It's Finding Nemo the Musical or Festival of the Lion King. Which one is your favourite?
1: I should totally say something different now than than I know, just to mess John up. But no, I actually, I'm going to be one of the weird ones that prefers Finding Nemo the musical. I enjoy the traditional theater setup, but how the characters interact still with the entire theater. The glowing, colorful numbers, the music, the sound, the characters. I, I think Lion King is great. I. Don't ever quite get what everybody goes nuts about. Every time I see it, I think, I must have missed something last time. There's something amazing here. And it is, again, a good show, but to me it feels like a high school... I forgot what it is when they do the... They, they called it. It's not a rah-rah, but something to get the high school going. There was a there's a name for it. I forgot. But like I a pep rally. Like, yes, a, I feel like it's a pep rally. Exactly, Claire. Uh, uh, Look uh, at
4: me, the English girl who knows Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it feels like. a high, American high school pep rally. Again, talented people like I can't begin to tell you, yeah. but I love Finding Nemo. I will go see it as many times as I can. Yeah. I think
3: it's just that that's different style of format. Because we've seen in Disneyland Paris, they've got the Rhythm of the Pride Lands, which is more of a sort of Broadway-style mm. show of The Lion King. Is
1: How amazing. is that? Have you, it is it's amazing. amazing. Uh, it is uh, incredible, yeah. I would probably
3: the... say that's the best Disney show I've ever seen.
2: Yeah, yeah. see, I There's think
1: if, of... they, if they didn't have the whole 360 to worry about, you know what I mean? Like, you can then have things on a stage like, you know, puppets. and th- When it's a whole 360, it's very... Difficult to coordinate that I think you know? yeah. I mean, they yeah. do a good job of it, but yeah
4: It's funny because I'm very definitely in the festival of the Lion King camp, but the other day I text John because I found
1: this Oh boy!
2: <laughs> now, <laughs> did, you, did
1: you see it have you seen Nemo live in person loads of times? Yeah. And okay, I right. love it okay. so much
4: that I bought the CD ah, of the sweet. music so you know, I, I didn't. I don't remember ever buying
1: it, but I remember John, having it. John, 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 with a little bribery, we can get Claire on our side.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm it not sure. take, it would take it a take long. John, I must admit, and and I must. I've got to say, I've I've just got. I've, you know, I'm the same as you. I would go and watch it every single time. I'd watch every show every day if I could. It was just. It was the most incredible show, and I really, I, I deep down hope that both shows come back and are as good as 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 they always were you Know as as we remember
1: them, I think Lion King is already coming back in some form or fashion,
2: yeah. Yeah, although at the moment, I think last week I saw they were uh, the queue for the um, for the um,
4: oh, for Flight of Passage was all the way back to the Lion was, King, like
3: they're using the Lion King, they're using the Lion King state, it's, area. Yeah. it's all
1: the social distancing that they're yeah. trying to do. Otherwise, if it was normal times, that line would be not that long, yeah, yeah. No, it looks it's, worse maybe. than it is. Yeah, those, um, those cues were not made to you know, to, win, <laughs> to be no. th- this way.
3: Yeah, they weren't no. planned to have two meters between each party. It no, you were just, meant
0: to be on top of each other.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But thanks for your answer, John. You're, you're on the uh, you're on the, the the Christmas card list. First Yay. one of the first one of the year. So I'm. Yeah, that's it. What a, great, what a great way to start with a, with a great British Mickey waffle! There you go, the right answer.
0: That's it. <laughs> We're still gonna have to agree to disagree on that one, I think, John.
1: <laughs> okay, well, let me ask you guys this: Christmas or Halloween parade? Christmas. Christmas. Halloween. Oh, me too. Okay, on oh, Christmas. Wow. Which one, John? Um, oh, oh, it's so close.
2: Uh, it it has to be Christmas.
1: I'm, I'm definitely a Christmas guy, but it's amazing out here. I think the majority of Americans, 65% would prefer the Halloween party and the Halloween parade for some reason, Really, and it's great, but Christmas, uh, when they light the castle up and it snows on main street and the carolers are out and the hot cocoa is, uh, that's just my thing.
0: And the cookies. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I'd yeah, love to I'm for a, one of
3: our trips to cover like last week of October and first week of November um, So we get to do Halloween what you mean
4: like, <laughs> like this year? <laughs> like, this
3: year? <laughs> like the one that you've got this year That is <laughs> true <laughs> yeah. Fingers crossed Fingers yeah, crossed the parties
0: are back on as
1: yeah. well yeah, yeah, I don't know about the parades, but I think by October we're going to get some good stuff Might back be some there. nice sort of
3: Halloween and Christmas cavalcades That would be uh,
1: good, wouldn't
0: it? Yeah So as we mentioned earlier, you are a Disney content creator What got you started on your Disney journey?
1: Oh, I'm going back to being a kid, like five years old. I just remember I grew up in New York, Long Island, which is not like the city. You know, uh, when people tell me they're from the UK, I automatically assume everybody lives under Big Ben, and I know that that's not (laughs) how it is. So when I say I live in New York, people think I'm automatically in the city. No, this was a house, a tree, a house, a tree It was like the countryside of New York. And uh, we didn't go anywhere on vacation. So it was just, you know, running through the sprinkler or going to the zoo was was our vacation. And we were of moderate means. We had a home. I didn't know that we were kind of like poor middle class. I thought that we were just fine. I didn't know that people went on these vacations. So at five years old, we've, we were watching Wonderful World of Disney. And my dad says, you know, we're going to go on a plane next week. And we're going to go to Walt Disney World. I don't really remember the five-year-old John, what I expected. I just remember landing, seeing palm trees and literally being going, sitting on my dad's shoulders on the ferry boat, going across the Seven Seas Lagoon and thinking, Oh my God, this is, I saw the castle and I saw the city across the way. And that was it. I was gobsmacked. I just, you know, the whole, we might've been there four days. And I just couldn't get enough of that. When I got home, I didn't go back for like 12 or 13 years. So I had 12 or 13 years then to just talk about it and obsess over it. And it never stopped. I must have been the most annoying child. To, uh, <laughs> for, really, I just I just got all the books. And I was talking about Disney all the time, 24-7.
2: That's, that's really fascinated me. Because actually, I think we've had a conversation like this with another guest. And it is that, that bit. No matter how young you are, it stays with you, and it, it really it, it becomes part of your growing. Even if you're not actually visiting the park, and we then get to that age where a lot of te- generally the teenage years, isn't it, where some people can turn away from the, you know away from the magic, and they suddenly you know they find they find other things as teenagers. Strangely enough, um, but if it stays with you. It's, it's got you for life. It's it's a fascinating experience.
1: Yeah, I definitely knew that even when I was like 14 and got my first little part-time job, yeah. all the money was going towards, you know, visiting Disney again. And I knew that I would move there. And I kept telling my dad, you know, I'm going to move to Florida and live close to Disney. And he's like, you know, if that's what you want, but I'm sure you'll grow out of it. And I never, never did. So it wasn't until I was like 29 that I had enough, uh, in business and stuff where I said, okay, I can now move to Florida. And it was much less expensive to buy a home in Florida than it was in New York. So it kind of worked out good. As long as you can move your, you know, your livelihood to Florida, it was a no-brainer for me to come in. I oh, wow. never missed, you know, I miss some of the food in New York being a big guy, but I don't, uh, I don't miss not being near Disney ever.
4: So how that did was- you... How, I was to say, how did that manifest into what you do now in terms of your your YouTube and and the amount of content that you provide and all the other things that you do? How did how did that morph into what? <laughs> Cause you, That's a really you're, good. Question. You're really
1: busy. That's a really good question, and it does make sense when I go back and think about it. As a kid, I always wanted to do acting, so like as when I was I was in the school plays and I tried to you know do things, and I did some national TV commercials that actually showed in the UK too, uh, for the Trapper Keeper notebook for Mead. It's I'm on. I'm just gonna YouTube. write that down so I can
4: go and find them.
1: <laughs> if, if you searched Mead M E A D Trapper Keeper commercial, it's a school book. And, uh, that was a oh. national TV commercial that was really popular. Totally and then I did it. one for Nintendo and a couple for other companies. So I was always trying to be, you know, I was the chubby kid sometimes on the TV. And, uh, when I finally got to Florida, I didn't think, oh, let's start a YouTube channel. I just did other things. And then I said, you know what, maybe I can show, I, I think I did a flower and garden, um, uh, or was the Epcot, it might've been the food and wine. I know it was the flower and garden festival was my first video and then slowly i put my face on it like i would say something in the video people would say why don't you come on more and talk about things like oh okay and then eventually it became me kind of talking sometimes me not talking sometimes then i did a show so it was a little bit of like putting your toe in the water and saying all right it feels okay i'll jump in more that kind of thing and that and it morphed into yeah big fat so then i think i saw kung fu panda which had nothing to do with disney And when they say you're a TV. right, I can can Disney just buy DreamWorks? And then I can be solved. My my problem will be solved. Yeah. They bought everything else. They might as well. They, <laughs> so then it seemed like uh, yeah. When they said you know you're just a big fat panda, and he goes, I'm not a big fat panda. I'm the big fat panda. I was like, oh okay. I'm gonna use that to make my persona, and it it just caught on. Thank God. It's a little shocking where people go. Oh my God. You you said fat. Like, oh, get <laughs> over it. But that does make people remember it, so it kind of works out. Yeah. Yeah, None. and you,
4: you've you created lots of things with other people as well. I mean, I was saying to these guys beforehand, I first came across you, I think, and I, I've gone back and double-checked, in <clears throat> June 2014 when you did a, a live meal review with Lou Mongello at the yes. Hollywood Brown Derby Lounge. And that Thanks. show... I remember really clearly because you and Lou were making lots of yummy noises while you were eating. And we were going to Orlando in the August and I was like, we've got to go. We've got to go to Hollywood Brand Derby lunch. And we did. And we had the most amazing meal. Thank you very much. It was incredible. But they've changed the menu since then. But that's, yeah, that's nice when I pencil. first came across you and I was like, this, this guy, he knows his stuff about food, number one and it was just fun to listen to the right. conversation and obviously you've, you you we i think we've all been dipping in and out of your youtube and and like the tuesday evening show – well evening for us shows and uh, things like that so uh, it's really interesting how how much content you provide in terms of different things as well there's always a sort of a disney element threading through it but you you've yeah, I mean, of like you guys things. now
1: i'd love to have you guys now on the show one day so it, so this is how i would get guests where you know, one day you guys will be on the show. We'll have this four boxes, too, on my Tuesday show. Oh, wow. So, yeah. oh, That's a lot of fun. That's we'll a get. lot of fun. Thank you. Oh, I
2: love that.
3: After when we started doing this, for, I can't think. It was like nearly two years ago now. That we, yeah. Wow, I can't believe it's been been that long.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> amazing. Time flies. It really does. It, time flies I
2: think as well, fun. John, and I think this is where, you know, Claire alluded to you talking about the food. But it's also when you when you're in the parks it's that knowledge that you've actually got and that you share. And I think that's where people, you know, it's, it's a, a classic case where you're actually sharing your knowledge. It's not a case of you just going with a camera and just sort of pointing it around and then saying, oh, look, there's there's this right or there's this. You're actually providing a lot more backstory. And I think that's, that's for me, that's the bit I enjoy most because it, it,
1: thank, is, thank you. it is
2: adding that real sort of personal touch. But, but it also... It, it shines if you if you uh, uh, if you love Disney, that's what you want to be watching.
1: Yeah, you can tell who who's genuine and who isn't. I think, and to me, it doesn't feel like knowledge. It feels like I'm just telling you about something I love. So yeah. it's yeah.
3: And I think, think that we are that's all in that, is... that mode yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. If I we think... can
4: talk about it, we will. Yeah. You know, anyone who'll listen, <laughs> and even if you don't, we're still going to talk about it. I, I yeah. agree.
3: And everything always comes back to food when we talk about Disney. It, yeah. it always does. Yeah.
2: Wow. That's funny?
1: Disney food usually who is just good. tastes, and it tastes better because of the frame of mind you're in. Totally. You know?
2: Yeah.
1: Disney
0: calories don't count anyway. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. I've got a good question that follows on from that a little bit, John. Though, and, and I, I, I'm just amazed at the amount of the amount of quality guests that you've had on your show. You know, so haw Bob, Bob. Gerr, Colin, the mighty Colin Kendall from uh, the After Hours crew, you know. Uh, there's Lou, and then uh, Ron Schneider, the the Dreamfinder. just amazing shows. And how how is it you managed to actually get them? And you know, just, it
1: comes from. From time, from meeting them at events, yeah, uh, just like this at Facebook. Sometimes I've taken a blind shot in the dark and just said, uh, "Let me write this person," and they could say no. And I've had some no's. As a matter of fact, Leslie uh, Iworks from uh, the Imagineering show, oh, she has not- never said no, but I've never gotten a response at all. So one day, hopefully, but I'll try. You know, and, and hopefully they say yes. Yeah, Bob, I remember was uh, was difficult. Because he didn't know at first who I was, so sometimes what I do is I find someone who knows both of us and makes the connection, and that gives yeah. some credibility. So that's always a good thing. so well, we know that being a nice guy sometimes just helps. Believe it or not. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It does. Well, we know that Leslie
4: watches our show, so uh, we'll put a good word in for you. Oh, <laughs> that, oh
1: You never know. You never. We wish never know. she did. Yeah, you, you never, never know
2: who's watching. <laughs> I think as well. I think that's where where Lou's, Lou's very very generous um, with a lot of his time. Where he, you know, where he actually sees sort of that like mindedness with people. He says, "Right, well, I tell you, you need to get in touch with such and such a person, mm. and then pass it on." I think with certainly the here with the magic um, the um, after hours guys. They, yeah, yeah, they've been. They, you know, I think they said exactly that. It was the fact that you know they a couple of years ago they'd never met each other. And we basically got them all in a convention center. So you guys need to speak to each other, and it, and it rolled on from then. It's you know that's just what an amazing thing to happen. You know, it's just I, I, yeah, I'm fascinated because you know the the, the list was it was endless. And looking at your shows, and I just thought, you know, that's something that it doesn't. A lot of these don't happen by accident. You know, it's, but,
1: it's nice when you look back, and I look at the list. I'm like, oh, I did interview that person. Wow, yeah. Bob Gurr was amazing. And he, he gave it to me a little bit. Like when I didn't know certain things, he was a little snippy in the beginning. And then he warmed up and he's like, okay, you do know your stuff. But it, it took some time. He was uh, he was wow. funny. I'm but to, to think that this is the guy that made the Omnimover that we yeah. sit in in the Haunted yeah. may- ah amazing, amazing.
4: I don't yeah. know if I'd have been able to speak, to be honest with you. I think I might just.
1: S- sometimes I have to forget. I'm like, okay, I don't know who this person is. Just talk to them, have a conversation, and then worry about the. Oh my gosh! Later.
3: Yeah, that's true. I, I think yeah. we, we've learned that from doing interviews. It's like I think oh. I
1: did that with Lee Cockrell, <gasps> knowing that Lee Cockrell was the president. <laughs> um, yeah.
4: So, so I've had a couple of really, really cool email conversations with Lee Cockrell because uh, I'm a massive fan. And I just, you know, I just dropped him a couple of messages on Messenger about something, and him and Patricia responded. It was amazing. That's and then great. I said. It was something to do with his holiday, and I said, "That looks like an amazing villa you're staying at in Italy." And he said, "Oh, if you want the details, just drop me a quick email. I'll send. You, I'll link you in." And he did. And I was like, "This is me, Cockrell." <laughs> um, so yeah, I did a sort of like a fangirl moment. Yeah, composed my email and sent it off. It was very cool.
1: It's just amazing. At one time, he could have been our boss at Disney, and we would have been like. But now we can talk to him, so it's kind of like it's kind yeah. of cool. He's yeah. a really kind guy.
2: Yeah. Very. When you've actually had Ron? Was it Ron Schneider? I think there's a couple of shows with, with him and we've we've recently done um uh, one of our shows we were looking around Epcot and only just this um in the past month we've looked at um extinct Epcot attractions where the Dreamfinder featured heavily you know that must have that must have been a show and you know to get somebody like that to to, to come and, and and actually be on your own show is is just amazing
1: I agree, Mark Silverman also to have the voice of the Tower of Terror do the Tower of Terror voice right next to you. I was just like, I was freaking out. He doesn't even know how much I was freaking out. That's so cool. But Ron Schneider, yeah, he, to think that he was the original Dreamfinder. Yeah. yeah. Which, by the way, I do have some, some hope for the future of that attraction that the Dreamfinder might come back. I'm, I'm hoping
2: do you know something? if enough of us keep saying this I think it should happen and I think we left we left our show about extinct Epcot just with with a view of the imagine imagination pavilion just needs a lot oh. of it just needs loving and what better way than making that just an immense ride once more
1: I agree it doesn't have to go back to the original but they yeah. can take they can take hints from the original but it would be nice to have a unique figment dreamfinder attraction again cuz right now we both know that attraction is is just poor it's yeah. Poor. yeah it's not worthy of the building uh or anything it's just not
2: yeah and and it would then it would then allow figment to actually take his rightful place in the the whole park wouldn't it you know yeah. is that is that sort of that figurehead you know, I think every time every time I talk about this, I have to mention the fact that they tried it with Duffy, and Duffy just does not does not belong in Epcot. I hasten to add, but Figment, and and just promoting Figment to that sort of figurehead would be amazing.
1: And look how they use him for the festivals. Figment yeah. is everywhere. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he'll be a big part of Flower and Garden also. Yeah. And you know, people like Figment, but right now the Figment that kids are introduced to is an annoying child Figment. You know, somebody who gets in the way and has to be shoo-shooed away. Not the imagination, uh, you know, creative figment. So I really yeah. hope they, they fix that. It's,
3: it's okay. interesting the way... Oh, sorry, go on. Now go on. I was going to say, it's interesting the way sort of, Disney have gone with Epcot. That, what's your opinion on them adding like, IP
1: attractions? I just... I, I get why people get upset over it, but I do love the IPs. And if they... Put them in correctly. I think they could be great, if we keep Aladdin for Morocco, uh, Gaston and Belle for France, and we, ke- you know, Ratatouille France, uh, uh, Coco Mexico. I think it could be really nice. I don't think we. I don't think we have to lose the culture part in order to get the character part that makes us all happy as well and feel familiar. As a matter of fact, I think it could be a good bridge for kids that feel like this is a. Uh, a foreign place to them but no you remember this character he's from there so come and enjoy these people so i do think it can really and i like the word harmonious where it's bringing us back so if it can feel like that good without overdoing the ip like when they redo the polynesian people will say ah, oh, they're gonna theme it up to moana I don't think they're going to have you walk through moana's mouth to get into the room I, you know, I think it's going to have a south pacific theme which is the movie i don't think maui's going to laugh when you get in the bed you know i don't think i don't think they're going to put it in your face at the resorts same thing with epcot i really hope they they make it just a nice transitional thing yeah if, if it can get more kids and more people interested in make epcot you know really popular again i'm all for it and i think yeah. I think that's what they'll probably do
3: i think epcot over the past few years or from our experience has felt more of like an adult's park yeah you, you feel like that, that split of you can spend time eating and drinking around the world and a few attractions it doesn't feel as much as probably what we think of like what more would have wanted epcot to have been
1: yep i can't wait till they do uh ratatouille I, have you been on ratatouille in paris yeah, yes. yeah lots of times okay I- is it a decent i mean i'm sure it's not you know the most amazing thing in the whole world but it's got to be a nice little attraction though
4: it's it's good and i think that um the ride system is the same as um i'm trying to think mystic manor so it's a trackless system right um which is quite cool it's the first trackless system in paris which is um it, it was different and it really did feel when it was new it felt like you were gliding across the floor um, the subsidence underneath it at the moment kind of ruins it in Paris, but uh, hopefully they'll be able to fix that soon. Um, the I think the uh, attraction is very clever. it's uh, you know it's that move between screens and a little bit of real action um, I like that. it's longer than you think it's going to be as well it's it's not a a you know a Peter Pan length attraction it's it's a Thank good God. it's a good four or five minutes so yeah. it feels it feels yeah. quite a reasonable length. <laughs> Um, and I think they probably updated the um, the 3D mm-hmm. for, uh, for, for Will
1: Epcot from what it is. I mean, in it Paris. should be a nice addition to Epcot, especially for people like me who've never, you know, I'm not, I don't have a plan to go to Paris right now, so.
0: And the only problem I have it is that it's one of the few attractions that actually makes me feel a bit nauseous.
1: I think that's a 3D, isn't it? I don't yeah, know yeah, whether know it's know. a
0: 3D or, yeah, weirdly. Now, I mean, on I think...
1: some of them, they've taken away the 3D, so I wonder... 3D yeah. sure doesn't normally go. make me feel nauseous, and neither does spinning.
0: But there's just the something activity, about that ride. That, um... Yeah, I think the activity
4: on that is quite. Uh, some of the scenes are quite not violent, as in um, sort
3: of fast-paced and yeah, frantic. They're, they're, yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. They're, they're definitely they move.
1: It's clever yeah. though. I, it's good. Yeah, it's good? Ride. Becca, how you're going to do on a Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway? It's got only a little bit of that, but I love it. You got to try it. Oh, All definitely!
0: Right. I, can't I can't wait to do it.
1: Yeah. But yeah, I and,
0: I, and I still do Ratatouille even though I come off feeling a bit <laughs>
1: afterwards because
0: I enjoy the ride.
1: We do it like three times. We
0: before. did it three times last time we were in Paris. Yeah.
1: You wonder yeah. why you do it once, Rebecca, and then let her wait yeah. a little bit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Not once yeah. after the yeah. other. I don't
1: know. Oh. Been
0: over, over, over two, three days. Well, have,
1: you, have you done Flight of Passage? Yes. Oh, yes.
0: So that it doesn't does... make me feel ill.
1: Oh. Really?
0: That's great. No, yeah. oh, that's great. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm weird. No, I think it is it's that trackless. It's the trackless ride system and how you feel you feel you don't feel as if you're moving, yet you are. But you you're actually your eye is 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 searching out some of the three D effects as well. Yeah. You know, and I think it is very similar to the Mickey and Minnie's Railway. Um and so when you get to ride when you get to ride ratatouille John, it, it will probably feel very
1: similar. Okay. Um, I like the trackless that you can't predict where it's yeah. where am I gonna yeah. go.
4: Yeah, so three, I don't want to, I won't ruin it, but the, there are three vehicles, ride vehicles that travel at the same time. And it, in theory, is random as to which route you take. So you could oh, get like three that. different, three or yeah. four different
1: experiences. Same thing with Mickey and Minnie's. You can ride that, each car is a completely separate experience. Yeah. Which is, you actually see different things on different cars, which I like.
4: Yeah, that's the same with And I think that means it's more, you know, the re rideability if that's a word.
1: Yeah, um, I like
4: that. It, it, is. Is, it, it, it is, it is there, and so yeah. it, it will keep drawing people back to to see it again. Um, I think right. it's really clever where they put it around the back in right. France. So that is going to draw people through to the back of that pavilion away from the main uh, walk around world showcase, which I think is uh, is, is, is a good idea, especially if the queue is going to be long. Yeah, um, hopefully that good, will that will good people help eater.
3: Mm, I don't definitely. think it will be long before it opens in Epcot. I'm a it of seems done, but it's with COVID and everything. It's restrictions. It's trying to work out how they can When's do it safely. The right time?
0: When's, When's the right you think time? Do, to a, do it? a reservation system with it.
3: What, like a boarding pass? or Yeah. I don't know. Good. Yeah. Good. yeah. Maybe. How, how have you found the new boarding pass system for a rise of resistance?
1: It's a little frustrating because you can get to the park and still not get the boarding pass, and I feel bad for people that plan their whole day around it and they still can't get it if i knew that everybody could get the boarding pass i'd love the system i just don't i just feel bad about that you can be left out and yeah. and i understand it's supply and demand the ride is that popular and uh and it is great it's a great ride i just i just feel bad about that I, I wish it could be that no matter what you'll get if you're in the park that day we'll get you on it but it's not the case right now. yeah yeah
3: so like we've sort of Got a few intensive plans for october and it's like okay what days are we going to do hollywood studios so this is how many chances we've got to get rise to resistance <laughs> just
1: be just be ready with that app when the time comes hit the button and it is random so it doesn't you could even hit the button like 10 seconds after and get like oh i'm i'm in the front it's not really based on your speed of clicking okay. the button ah just I know, takes... I didn't know that either.
4: Yeah, Some yeah, secret it's... Disney algorithm.
1: Yeah. Secret <laughs> Disney algorithm, that's it.
2: That's, that's <laughs> worth knowing that, though, because I think otherwise Ben will be frustrated and he'd be dragging Becca in every single <laughs> morning. <laughs> lined up on the bin. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> need more than one device. How many, how many sort of phones can I take and iPads? Just how the
1: iPads aren't brilliant for getting them? And And they have changed it, so make sure that when you're there the night before find out the complete latest rules maybe yeah. you can get on the boarding pass before you leave the resort in the morning find out just to be sure because they've changed it a few times yeah. excellent
4: so john i've got another question for you it's a question we've asked a couple of people and it seems to be uh, quite popular so i want to you to imagine that you are hosting a disney a disney themed dinner party Ooh, so at this party there's you, and you ha- already have one guest allocated, which is Walt Disney. Um, you have Ooh. space for five other people around your table, and okay. they can be of your choice any character, any cast member, any Disney employee from any of the properties, uh, parks, MCU, Star Wars, dead or alive. Oh, okay. So,
1: who are you inviting? Auntie Cowie from the Polynesian, who passed recently, is definitely sitting with me and Walt. Oh, fantastic. This is a Haunted Mansion-themed party as well. (laughs) I was going to
4: say, where are you eating and what are you eating as well?
1: Uh, Yale Gracie is going to be one of them from the Haunted Mansion as Master Gracie. Fantastic. Uh, Ubi Works is another one who's coming. So, there's, I have two more guests I could Mm. invite. Ah... they have to be Disney people. Well, it could be. It could be any of the the Disney can't be properties. Princess Diana. She can't come. No. Okay. She can't come. She knows she's wanted, don't she? Wave to me. So that's good. <laughs> um, she can serve. She can she do the can... serving. If <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs> and you know what's funny? What's being served is something that I had once when I went to a nine hundred ninety nine Happy Haunts ball, because they served us uh, a glass. Not a glass, an ice skull with a sorbet at the top, oh, which wow. was to refresh wow. your palate between oh, wow. like That's grilled incredible. chicken and stuff. It was really good. It was very expensive. I didn't pay for it, but it was somebody else did for us. It was a two thousand dollar ticket per person. You ate you ate in the haunted mansion, no, in the hey. stretch, in the stretching room. Oh Oh my goodness! So there's two stretching rooms. They had four tables set up in each stretching room, and there had characters that came around and and gave us meals. I still have two more guests that I'm trying to think of. Oh, who else could I get? Uh, Tony Baxter, I probably would invite also one of the Imagineers and Bob Mm -hmm. Gurr. We'll let him come too.
4: Fantastic! That sounds like a dinner party to be at.
1: That's a pretty good dinner party. That is. I like. I'll serve the
4: drinks there. That sounds incredible. (laughs) thank you so yeah they had
1: character for that for that haunted mansion thing they had uh, characters like original like one of them's named was Kava and Kava would have a big knife and he'd uh-huh. have all you know, he was scary that he would come around and then they had uh, the bride was there but I don't uh-huh. know if she was the bride she was like Madame Carlotta uh-huh. so she I don't know if she was the bride but she was there she wasn't Constance Hatchaway who I think is only a recent incantation of the of their character. I don't know if she's been around for like thirty years. I think she's like a three or four year thing. I haven't heard about Constance Hatchaway until just recently. Have you heard about Constance Hatchaway? Yes. Okay, what is the first do you feel like she's new? I feel like that's just a fairly
4: recent I think it seems to be an elaboration on the original story.
1: Yeah, I don't think she's with Phineas, Gus, and Ezra yeah and master gracie yeah i think she just yeah. i do like the name and i like the little cakes with the axe that they try mm-hmm. to serve
4: <laughs> i don't remember her in the uh in the film either
1: no 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 that's just, yeah. they're, just- <laughs> <laughs> that's a- they're still supposed to come up with another new haunted mansion movie
2: yeah, yeah much that yeah,
1: yeah. Uh. it was a- originally guillermo del toro he is no longer with it because of time and stuff and it just didn't work out which i'm sad because he actually is a big fan like he goes to the california mansion when it was open once every couple of weeks to ride it wow yeah oh. i love the look of
3: the haunted mansion in california when they have the overlay at christmas
1: i've never been there for that i've only been to disneyland once and i've never seen the overlay and yeah we don't get the overlay here in, yeah. in our florida magic right. kingdom
3: it's a nice thing for them to add shame. in one day because last time we we did Christmas. It was nice that they did a few overlays for the Christmas party.
1: I agree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they used to do a, a bear jamboree. God bless, but they used to do a bear <laughs> jamboree uh, overlay for Christmas, which was great. I, I wish think? it would come back. They did the bears sang different songs. The bears were all dressed differently. It was really adorable.
4: Oh my goodness, I didn't know that. That's amazing.
1: You could probably find it on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Those bears on. are creepy, though. <laughs> I, I, I've creepy. seen them enough. I've seen them enough now, where they feel like they feel like part of the family. They don't feel. <laughs> and the big Al, I swear, looks just like my father. Not even joking. <laughs> really, I've, I mean, I've been in there with my father, and I look at my father. I look at the bear. I look at my father. At the, <laughs> it's the same. It's the same thing. <laughs>
2: And I think as well, I think being, actually being invited to, to go and dine within the Haunted Mansion, that must be.
1: That, somebody paid for us. Like somebody yeah. who had money, a friend of mine, said, I just bought us something like what. And he, he had a lot of money at the time. I was like, wow, $2,000 a person. What? Yeah. You know, you, that was staying at the Grand Floridian for three nights and attending different events and then having dinner at the Haunted Mansion. So it was really nice. Have all the resorts you've stayed at,
3: do you have a favorite?
1: Definitely. The Polynesian is my favorite resort. Uh- yeah. It's deluxe without feeling foo-foo to me. Yeah. Whereas the Grand Floridian, I love it, but it feels a little foo uh, Yeah. Mercedes, come here, Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
3: The first time we stepped in the Grand Floridian, I felt so out of place. It just sort oh, of. Like, I
1: do. I like. Do I deserve to be here? My like, oh. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's, it feels like doesn't feel like the sort of resort you should be wandering around in shorts and t-shirt.
1: <laughs> but and you know what? And they do, and people are fine with it, and I I get it. Yeah, but it's just yeah. For I feel I feel like the Polynesian is more my you know tropical tropical deluxe style.
3: It's very quite relaxed, sort of nice, isn't it? It's nice not. holiday yeah. sort of location.
1: Al- although, when it comes to Christmas, which I'm a big fan of, uh, the Polynesian, you know, you can't get into the Christmas spirit too much there. You can decorate Christmas all you want with seashells and stuff. It's not Christmas. Go to the Wilderness Lodge now, and now that's my favorite Christmas resort yeah. with the log cabins and the fireplaces and stuff like that. Even the Grand Floridian does a pretty good job for Christmas.
2: Oh, I certainly do, don't they?
1: They do. Gingerbread house. Oh well, that
2: is just
3: an
1: amazing yeah. sight. Yeah, I almost ate their whole balcony one day. No, I'm kidding. Just, <laughs> the smell of the gingerbread house is so nice. Yeah,
2: I, rem- I remember one time we were. It's one of our first trips with when the, the kids were much younger, and we were sat there. And I think Ajay was not very, not very long after walking, and I'm not quite sure whether he licked the house or not but he certainly had that he had that aroma that aroma of gingerbread i thought yeah okay we might need to just put in the push chest and we'll just move swiftly on nobody saw that that's just, <laughs> let's, <laughs> pretend, let's pretend nothing happened
1: as long as that's about somebody else licked right now i know
2: yeah that's, that's the problem isn't it you know it's, it's just like, oh no it's just bad parent
0: moment he's never gonna forgive you for telling that story
2: that's all right. It's, there's loads more. Don't worry. Don't worry.
0: Six, six people
4: before Joe would licked the same spot, so it's all right. Yeah.
2: No, that's, that's he's still He's still alive to tell the tale, and uh, we survived the rest of the holiday without any, any great mishap, so it was, uh, it was okay.
4: So recently in our shows, we've been talking about some extinct attractions. I think we mentioned that we did Epcot. We've also looked at Magic Kingdom if you were to design a fifth park for Walt disney world only using extinct attractions what would you put in there do you think
1: oh okay definitely mr toad's wild ride would have to go in there okay Uh, horizons would have to go in there i i I don't know if you guys are old enough or who is not old enough to just to have known horizons but wow that was a great ride Even if you had wings, because I remember that uh, at the time when I went when I was five, you had to pay for tickets to go on everything. And my father got us outside of if you had wings because that was the only free ride and was like, just go go on and off as much as you want, because he needed just the wallet needed a break for a second. And I remember going on and off by myself if you had wings. Uh, what else? Extinct attractions that I miss. Oh, the Great Movie Ride. Even though I love Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, I still would want to see The Great Movie Ride again.
2: Yeah.
1: And uh, Snow White's Scary Adventures, I still love that too. Yeah. I'm trying to think of all the parks and what's extinct from them. Oh, and Alien Encounter. I miss it. <laughs> yes. I, have a funny, I have a funny British story about Alien Encounter. Oh. And I hope it's not insulting because I'm going to do the voice for you. Oh, no, we love
4: that. Okay.
1: Yeah. It seems yeah. insulting, though. But I remember I got on and there was obviously a, a, a UK family because the child went, Mother, is there going to be danger here? And the mother said, no, there is no danger here. And I'm like, oh, damn, this poor kid this kid has no idea. And I, I, I couldn't say anything. If you remember Alien Encounter, though, mm-hmm. Kathy Najimy was an actress Uh, who was one of the aliens and one of the lines she says is those people down there are in danger (laughs) now i knew this was coming because i've been on the ride a hundred times and he said again mother are you sure there's no danger here and she said no and then kathy and Jimmy, right <laughs> before the lights go out right before the alien explodes from the glass shell make believe with air in your face goes those people down there are in danger and then you hear, and all i heard was ah! this kid must still be in therapy till today how do you trust your mom ever again she oh. should. What the mother should have said was not real danger, Billy. I'm sure it's just Disney fun so make believe. But by saying no, and then them saying there was gonna be <laughs> the oh blood-curdling scream.
4: <laughs> I felt like I was in danger on that ride. Me yeah. too. It yeah. was serious stuff. It was scary. You know, there was, it was no scary. messing around with that, you know. No, we only, only did it when it your went. Neck.
3: We only did it when it went to Stitch. Ugh. Yeah. So you, something
1: breathes on we, the back of your neck when you haven't asked them to. It's not good. Yeah, Stitch was like a one yeah. and done. I love the animatronic figure, but once you did it once, there was no reason to smell a chili dog ever again. Yeah. <laughs>
4: uh, but it was to, fun. Did you do no. Mission to Mars as well?
1: as a kid kid yeah mm. I as was probably four when we did that I don't I did not like it that much even as a kid I was like does is all right get me to go see the characters I don't want to go to sp- I don't want to go to space dad <laughs> I remember you see, he's like tell your seats gonna move you'll feel it like, all right big deal take me take me back on the Haunted Mansion
2: <laughs> yeah. so actually that actually from there so if you talked about extinct attractions we're in a little bit of a, a lull you know, we're going back now, nearly eighteen months, when we had that amazing D twenty three announcement of all of these, things, all of these new things that we were going to be celebrating in the run up to the fiftieth. And you know, and I know things change; the world's changed. But of all the current projects that have been paused, if you were in charge, which which would be the first one that you'd like them to go and complete? The Mary Poppins one yeah Yay.
1: but you know what's funny is they never even said what the attraction was going to be so we're just yeah. guessing but yeah. i am hoping for a small type of a dark ride something you know i know we'll get cherry tree lane but i want to see what what are they going to create in there yeah. and i actually enjoyed the second i don't know if you know some people kill me for that i loved the second mary poppins yeah I thought exactly. oh Amazing. good okay i thought emily blunt did fantastic. yeah
2: she was superb.
1: It felt very nostalgic to me i i loved it so i do hope they do uh they continue that and i think i think they will i think things that they announced that then got put back will eventually come but maybe a little bit you know what else i'm looking forward to remember the theater that they had once announced was coming to the side of main street Yeah. yeah yeah i i really hope another day that that comes to fruition
3: because that was going to be where where you're going for like the Christmas party where they take you down sort of that that side. Yeah,
1: which is great because right now that's still technically backstage. Yeah. So if mm-hmm. they could open that up to become a a, a usable area, yeah. they they kill two birds in one stone and it's also a good people eater. When five hundred people go to watch a show, it relieves yeah. the rest of the party. yeah
2: yeah yeah
1: main street would feel much quieter, wouldn't yeah.
2: it? If there was and a- I'm ready yeah, for a,
1: a nighttime parade to come back. Yes, I
2: think,
3: yeah. I think we miss that a lot.
1: It's... Yes, don't start, John, talking about Spectrum Magic. Or be I, lo- I loved I Spectrum Magic. Yeah. Did Do you, John? John?
2: Oh, it just it 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 makes the hairs on me me neck stand up. Even just talking about it. Okay, it was the most amazing thing, and it because it belonged in Florida. It wasn't you know it wasn't somebody it wasn't another Parks Parade. It was a Magic Kingdom Parade and it was just everything everything about it was just the
1: music was yeah i still listen to the soundtrack yes yeah, so yeah. it's yeah.
2: that's it's on my phone i've got it it's the alarm every morning on my phone is a spectro magic music is it it is yeah
0: it's
2: just that it's that it's just the, the whole tone of it and, and it shouldn't i shouldn't associate it with that sort of time of the morning you know we've been woken up rudely you, you it's know the real.
1: strange, the strange electrical clown people in the beginning. Yeah, I love them too, just because it is part of Spectro Magic, and when they go boop boop <laughs> whatever they're saying, I don't even know. I just like the whole thing.
3: Oh. I wonder it... if Paint the Night would be the one the thing that Disney would
1: probably think about bringing to Magic Kingdom. I would take it just to have something. I've never seen yeah. it, so I would take no. it, but i would love spectra to come back i don't yeah, think they're gonna, i think they're going to do another original something or other i heard that parts of paint the night were actually too big for magic kingdom for some reason yeah just just because it's built on the second floor the yeah. truck yeah. i think coming down main street but i don't know they have trucks on main street all the time so it doesn't make sense to me yeah
3: yeah i think they could do with what they've done with the cavalcades now on if they break it up when it won't be like a full parade because with the restrictions and everything that they've had to bring in because of covid very possible. I wonder what other sort of, out of all the restrictions that have been put in place like the social distancing. Is there anything you wish that Disney would keep?
1: You know, I, I don't like the social distancing at all. I don't like crowds either. So it's funny, but I loved watching uh, fireworks or parades with crowds and you can hear the energy and feel it. Yeah. It was I, I do miss that. So I don't. What would you know i do like some of the spontaneous stuff i'd like to have them keep mm-hmm. so while i don't think i i don't want real parades to be uh replaced by cavalcades i would like a once in a while cavalcade i like oh my god there's a princess there's a there's a character i didn't know was coming yeah. that spontaneous spontaneity is great but i hope it doesn't kill some of the things we did have yeah. i still like a three o'clock parade
3: yeah i'd still like to go to um hollywood studios and being in the theater for for Fantasmic,
1: yes. Oh, and that I heard they're testing that this week. Again. Yeah, oh. I just wish they'd upgrade their dragon to be more like the uh, California dragon. I think it's coming, but I don't know when.
0: Now would be the perfect time, right?
1: Yeah, they they'll they'll disagree when it comes to money. Right now, but <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> It's one of those things. If they're in this part of money, I think a lot of things would get upgraded and changed. Yeah. While things are sort of quiet. They're very.
1: They're more much more selective right now than they would. Would have been in the past. We'll get back there. I think a yeah. couple of years they'll repair. But what a bleeding they took! My gosh. Ugh. Yeah. It's
3: amazing how many businesses might fold over the next sort of eighteen months or so and.
1: Let me let me tell you. I think that if it wasn't for Disney Plus, there was a good chance that parts of Disney would yeah. have closed up.
2: Yeah. yeah. I think I think we also touched on the fact that, you know, given given the the numbers that they actually put out there, and how much of a beating they actually took, there was that up, You know, if if they didn't have that sort of fallback of Disney Plus, and possibly some of the some of the real estate that they've got, but you would imagine certainly the Parks division, were very much in the realm of of having a hostile takeover from from I one of the other big, big TV companies or whatever. And I think we've we've spoke about it on one of our shows. Even the likes of Apple would have come sniffing around as well.
1: John, people don't know how close it came to all ending. Yeah. You got to remember, too, we talk about uh, businesses and losing money. Sure, a business could say, yeah, we're slow. We're not doing as good. This wasn't that this was a complete halt of all income. But but you still had to spend money to keep the infrastructure going. You still had a heat and cool and clean you know otherwise you know rats and roaches would take over every kitchen yeah so it's it costs money while not making a dollar and can you imagine disneyland still isn't even open i know it's It's, hard i don't i mean nobody no business thinks of what if we just stopped making a dollar it just it wasn't in the realm of a thought yeah yeah
2: uh, it's 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 unprecedented times, and I, and I think I think for us as Disney fans, I think we become, we possibly become a little bit greedy, and we expect all of that refurb to be going on whilst the parks are quiet. And but in reality, it it comes down to hard cash, and I think that's something that the Disney, even even for the fact that I do and I do call them out on it because I I think they are sort of they do grab grab your cash very easily off you. But in these days, that they really are finding it tough going, and you know, we're going to find we're going to find probably, I think, it's probably a five-year recovery plan as as a, as a business. I,
1: I bet you. I'm still shocked that they're doing some of the things they're doing. Yeah, like I'm. Sh- they are still giving some new things, and yeah, you know, yeah I'm glad it'll all come back. But this right.
3: not up bringing Lion King back. It's one of those things. I thought that's not going to be back for a while. It's. Yeah.
2: And- I think. I think one of the other things, though, and I think this is where. I think we've we've got to be careful. Is that you know? I've, and I think I've said this before. Is the fact that Disney have got a reputation that when the cash gets cut, they kind of do things on the cheap side, and it never looks good. And it 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 really sort of it then needs upgrading again another five or six years time.
1: You and buy cheap, hate, you buy I would,
2: twice. I would hate to see that happen. I'd rather see them do it properly and do and take the time over it.
1: From what i can see they're not i don't see a lot of little cheap things coming i i thought exactly like you a lot of times you see a lot of little cheap things happening no i only see a few major projects that are not being held back and them putting a lot of stuff just on hold instead of doing it cheaply yeah, because exactly. you know my big saying from my father was you buy cheap you buy twice and yeah. i think i think they know that i'm yeah. trying to think of an example because something just happened recently i said oh disney really is a, uh, you know still good." like i know the new ships and stuff they're not being uh they're not being scaled back like the new disney ship if anything they added stuff to it so
4: yeah well i think also it's it's allowed us to maybe uh just recalibrate what our expectations are you know we wanted all this stuff actually at the moment i just want to be in a disney park and and for us over here it's even you know we're that further step further away and so just to to be allowed to well let's face it to be allowed to go out of my house would be quite nice at the moment but (laughs) to be able to get on an airplane and come to a, a park or to get on the train and get to paris i don't really mind what's there and what's working actually nothing could be working if i can buy a coffee and sit in the sunshine and just enjoy that, being near that's a castle what,
1: that's what disneyland's doing where you get to yeah. go eat yeah. and look at things like i wish I could i'm could. i happy with
4: that i'm good yeah, with that, that you know I, i'd pay and that's and that's the bit i think that you know we were quite demanding as guests perhaps before and now you know maybe we'll get maybe back our there we'll get
0: have back changed. there yeah I know. <laughs> five years we'll be demanding again
3: <laughs> uh, I, i've got one and um, i all sort of the disney movie studios and um, what do you have a particular favorite film that, if you were talking to someone who'd never watched a disney film and you had to make them go and watch one that would be like quintessentially disney
1: you know, for some reason, like Snow White, of course, the you know, but like of the, of the recent ones, Up comes to mind. I just love Up. I think it doesn't fit any formula. It's very different. You know, there's no. I mean, there is a villain, but it does. It, I don't know. The for me, it just seems very different than many other Disney films. So Up, I kind of like Up, and it's it's kind of a sad story, but then again, it's not. So yeah. I would I would definitely tell somebody who hasn't seen Up to make sure they go see it.
3: Yeah, just prepare them with a box of tissues.
1: Yeah, for sure. Mm. I know. You know, it's funny. People were, they did a poll on one of Disney's best love stories, and the couple from up, like, kind of won. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, wow, okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I was interested. I think it was for Valentine's Day, wasn't it? And it was, you know, it it was across the board on the socials. And it was just, yeah, Carl Carl and Elliot finally made it.
1: But what's amazing is they weren't even in most of the movie. No, Disney no. was very good about giving you what their relationship was in yeah. 10 minutes and that was yeah. enough. Yeah, and then the tears start. Then the death <laughs> and then we move on. Well, you know what? Yeah, it's I'm actually a bit there. further on in the
0: film when he realizes that he had an amazing adventure and Ellie had yeah. an amazing adventure with <sighs> her life with him that yeah. makes me start sobbing. Yeah. Oh,
1: when she gets the book start your no. own adventure oh forget yeah. i can't yeah We're done <laughs> yeah. So I, do have
4: una- I do have another question and it's uh-huh. not script but it's yes. something that i'm uh, obsessed with at the moment john have you been watching wandavision
1: i have <laughs> and let me tell you i'm not a huge marvel person i mean i watch avengers endgame and i understand most of it but i missed a few of the of uh winter soldier i think i missed and that was important so anyway what i'm saying is I'm like a 50 50 where i don't know a lot of the marvel stuff and i'm loving wandavision yeah. i didn't know what to think the first episode i didn't know what to think the second episode going into third fourth and fifth i was hooked so i would tell somebody to uh to do it do, do you do they come out the same time for you as they do for yeah me? we can yeah. okay, so today oh because i just got mine well last night but today i have to watch another one that i did not watch yet yeah okay we won't give you any spoilers so, so obviously yeah, means, five uh, hours
2: ahead. Don't, don't tell him anything else <laughs> okay but the
1: spoiler from the last one can we mention anything from the last one <laughs>
2: yeah
1: you oh, might yeah, as well yeah, yeah. out yeah. i so
0: like,
1: loved the whole point. okay i loved the whole agatha thing That's it's brilliant.
4: amazing wasn't it, it was brilliant.
1: i keep singing the song claire
4: it's just fantastic. And I think it that,
1: was Agatha. All along, <laughs> da, 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 which is a very monster did you get the monsters? Yeah,
4: Typeface yes. the in the, the font that they yeah. use yeah. well. I think for me it's just so clever the amount of effort that's gone into the detail of it. And actually I think episode seven has been probably my favourite all the way because really? I love the dynamic okay. between Darcy and Vision in the okay. where they're in the in the truck together and that the the vision uh his piece to camera when he's sitting in the i just it's just so funny and so tongue-in-cheek and clever and all those little nods and details and you know we watch it like three times and i'm like first of all you watch it with the subtitles on so that you can you can see all the text and all the all the information, but then it's like I'm not actually watching it. I'm looking in the background as to what's that? What's that mean? What what have I missed? I must have missed something. Rewind, you know. So yeah, I just I, for us Thursday. I, is I think it was week. really
1: risky too. Like if I saw that on paper, I would say, are we really going to make this? Because I don't think anyone's going to get it. Yeah. So I'm so happy that it did take off and people are loving it because it didn't look like a sure bet to me on paper, because it's weird. It's different yeah.
3: especially when you get through those first two episodes it's like yeah. I, I watched the first one and I thought oh it's like yeah. I thought this could be half an hour long and it's like 20 minutes and it's not 10 minutes of credits it's like oh right. it's not what I thought from a Marvel a no end credit scene yeah a Marvel sort on? of TV Except for
1: series was one of be. them has an end credit scene so yeah. I'm glad I'm checking them all because one of them you you yeah. do have to stay so
2: and it's and it's the cross referencing mm-hmm. to other shows that I'm enjoying and that, that really to me clever. is that that is the fact that you are looking at something and you're thinking, I remember that you know, like you mentioned about the monsters and things, you're thinking, that's where it's from. And and that's again, it's a reason to go back and rewatch because you're thinking, Where where have what I else seen have I
4: missed? Yeah. Have, I... And yeah. have you been Even watching the any within... of you Oh, sorry, Plus, even the nods within the Marvel stuff, you know, when Jimmy Woo appears and his, gives his business card, which is how he learned to do it in Ant Man. You know, all of <laughs> those little really clever references that you think most normal people would forget, but whoever, you know, yeah. it's just all there. <laughs>
1: I feel like John just handed something to Claire, but I know that didn't happen. Oh, that's <laughs> no. I, one of them? That that, one? That one? I saw that this cool? and I saw take, take it. I was like... Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: have you been watching
1: the original Muppets at all? Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: the original Muppets. Do you know something? What an absolute blast. And what, what a joy to actually have that on Disney+. Plus. That yeah. is just... Just being just such a refresher.
1: Yeah, I'm shocked at all the guests and I'm like, oh my yeah. god, who is who is Twiggy? I did not know who Twiggy was and watching it was like <laughs> yeah. I didn't you know a lot of it is British because I think yeah. they were filming in
4: London.
2: Yeah.
4: yeah. It's it's that's... certainly something that I remember as a child being on the TV. I think it was like Saturday like dinner time, maybe like yeah. five thirty, something like that. It was on yeah. and that music. Yeah. i mean i know we all joke about the fact that now the, the the opening credits now look like the, every zoom call ever, <laughs> yes. ever happens. um but uh, you know it's just so irreverent and funny and and so
1: tongue-in-cheek i agree brilliant. What what is amazing is some of the some of the inappropriateness i st- i do laugh at it but yeah. i go wow as a as a society when i see statler the old man looking at valerie harper going hey toots what a hot tomato i'm like wow how far was, we've come how far we've come it's surprising when i put like one of the first
3: ones on it it's like disney plus comes up with a warning saying be careful with what
1: yeah
3: that's yeah. The, like the context
1: I'm, I'm glad they didn't take it away altogether i don't mind a warning if you let me see the actual yeah. film i don't like when you yeah. ban it all together so yeah. i'm happy with the warning and i i when i saw some of the things i was like oh i i get why they had to put a warning yeah. on this because i just can't believe the actress even accepted how the puppets were talking about her i was like whoa yeah, yeah. yeah i think problem, what's,
2: what's intrigued me is because you know my kids my kids are sort of 13 and 17 and for them to be watching it having watched the movies and being, you know, and obviously being in, in uh, Hollywood studios, and in and in, they just love the Muppets. So to actually go back to series one, and Miss Piggy
1: scary in season one. Yeah, what is, what, yeah. What is going yeah. on there?
2: But my kids, my kids are just picking up on the humor and the, and the actual the little digs between characters.
1: Yes,
2: uh, to see that still being as relevant today for the for, for you know young kids today, and I'm thinking. The quality of the actual script yep, really, it really is it. to behold, isn't it? You know,
1: what's nice too is it it gives those young people today some exposure to some of these celebrities that they don't know who yeah. they are. And yeah. I mean, like Ethel Merman, what a fun yeah. show! I thought that was, yeah, yeah.
4: Imagine being Ethel Merman and Green to go on the, I mean, I know the Muppets was like the, the big ticket, but even at the beat, you know, Ethel Merman I know. I on, know. on the Muppets is incredible, Vincent Price. yes
1: yeah
4: there's just just a a who's who of amazing amazing um, celebrities
1: i can't believe robin williams wasn't on the muppet show unless he was too young for it but i I thought it was around when he was doing mork and mindy Mm. but i was surprised that he wasn't on it
4: maybe maybe he didn't want to could
2: very possibly yeah. maybe he on Sesame on Did he go on Sesame
4: maybe, Street instead.
2: Yeah,
3: maybe Jim, Jim Henson didn't really sort of trust him on the on the show and things like that. No whatever project he might have been doing at the time. Mm. It's
4: funny because we've we've talked about the Muppets quite a lot in our show, and uh Becca came up with an idea which I, I think would be amazing, which is that actually in the um in the UK pavilion in Epcot they at Christmas they should do a Christmas Muppets Christmas Carol overlay around the back.
1: Oh my god. Yeah. I would wouldn't golly. that not be amazing? Yeah. Yes, I love the Muppets yeah. Christmas Carol. And that that would be. It's one so of the best versions that. of that Christmas Carol. And Emmett Otter's jug being Christmas.
4: <gasps> yeah. It'd be great. You could you could stick it around the back while they're not doing Mary Poppins. It wouldn't cost very uh, much. It would, be, these, it would be You've fantastic. got the space for people to watch it. It would be
1: really. You just to have the and soundtrack
3: they, as you're walking through. It's. Oh. Yeah.
1: And they would make income just from more more drink and food purchases. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Roast chestnuts, Muppets. Becca, let's write this in somewhere. (laughs) Dear Mr. (laughs) Chapek, Another one, Claire. How much will it cost? How much will it make us? Okay. Make it
2: more Disney. Fifth letter to to Spongebob Chapek this week, isn't it?
1: (laughs) And just a figure with Kermit and what's the little guy's name? I forget on top of him. Tiny Tim, tiny Tim yeah. yeah. on top of Kermit's shoulder, a little thing. Yeah, Rizzo the rat in the
4: corner. Yeah.
1: Oh with, yeah. He and his Hawaiian With, the, with the, <laughs> all of the Hawaiian ones. Yeah. They just do
3: like in in a window as as you walk past. Just. Be, oh, that's
1: great. When Michael Caine threatens to, the, then they're all of a sudden they're like, "It's hot, hot." <laughs> <laughs> that was great. I can watch it over Wonderful. and over again. It was great. I think we watch it twice every Christmas, normally. Yeah, normally right? once
3: we put the Christmas tree up, it's a tradition then, and then Christmas Eve.
1: There are good songs in it too. I forget all of them. It's, the songs yeah. are amazing. Yeah, it was very catchy, I remember.
3: Yeah. It's one of those ones that we can watch every year and it just doesn't feel like it's aged.
1: Like Christmas. I remember something yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh, that's good. that's
2: yeah. good. There you go. <clears throat> something like that. Add that to the letter to Bob, Claire. We found, we found someone who can do the singing absolutely Perfect. perfectly sorry we'll,
4: we'll, we'll drop your name in john.
2: Yeah. Be all right. <laughs> oh, be, yeah well and, and again going back to your original point john i think the more people that get out there and start putting disney plus on and going and watching the muppets they truly will understand just how funny these guys were and it's you know to, to be able to put those seasons together because there's lots and lots of shows in each season and you're thinking they were it's like relentless, relentless. You know, and to be able to put do the puppeteering and the script writing must have been must have been something else it really must
1: as i'm watching some of the scenes i'm thinking how are they doing? oh okay hands are going in and out much quicker than i can figure it out yeah. yeah and there are a lot of scenes and it gets better as the seasons go right now yeah, I'm watching them good. in order and it's a nice a half hour commitment watch one or two go back to another day it's yeah. a nice way to you know I'm going to watch them all eventually again but I think yeah. it's a great it's a great thing to have on Disney plus and I hope families get together and watch it yeah
2: just like just like they did when the first
1: yeah. came out that's exactly, exactly the
3: thing it was a true family show so the Muppet news flash <laughs> oh I have, bro. To, I have to admit I wasn't a big fan of the was it the new Muppets they did was it Muppets now
1: no, I was think they like should
3: yeah. watch it and thought, what's this? This just doesn't feel anyth- anything Muppet like. It doesn't.
1: I don't know why they don't just go with the old formula with guests of today. If they got Kim Kardashian yeah. as yeah. a guest on the new Muppet show, it would bring a whole new yeah. people and just keep getting different guests and make it another variety show. Yeah. Doesn't seem hard to right. figure out. They keep trying to reinvent the wheel. Stop it. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: It's of look what works and just stick with it. Exactly
1: yeah exactly
3: i know there's sort of it's nice to look at new things and try different ways but after a few episodes it it doesn't work
1: it's broke don't fix it yeah
0: might have to go and watch the muppets now you've never been a huge fan
1: fan. You, you know what? Though, if you watch it from one, you got to give it a little time because, you're, yeah. but you're going to look at Miss Piggy and go, "Oh, she's scary," and the voice is different at first, yeah. and then she turns into the Miss Piggy that we all know. But yeah. Becca, it's a cute little way to just to do a half hour, and you, I think you and Ben would enjoy it.
2: Yeah, I think in this, I think it's either the second or third program in season one. There is a there's an actual Muppet of Jim Jim Henson playing, yes, there. and if you know he's there, once you spot it, you just can't. You can't okay. take your eyes off it. It's just like what what a nod towards towards himself. And just, that is I, so true. Cool.
1: I love Hilda, the dressmaker. What happened to her? She yeah. somehow she disappears at some point. She's yeah. in the whole first season. Hilda, yeah. the lady who who does the costuming. Yeah, I wish they would keep her.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, John, thank you for joining us today. It's been really interesting talking with you.
1: Thank you.
0: I'm sure our listeners will want to check out your content. So, where can they find you on social media?
1: A while ago, I would have had to give you a whole bunch of different things. Now, I can just say bigfatpanda.com goes to everything. It goes to the Facebook group, to Twitter, to Instagram, everything. And the videos are all right there. So, bigfatpanda.com. Thank you. I had a lot of fun with you guys. Thank you. And I will be inviting you on my show. I look forward to good it. would be an absolute pleasure. Good. Really,
2: would awesome. you?
1: All right, I will go feed the hungry cats. Thank you very much.
2: Yeah. Nick. Oh, no, thanks, John. That's been an absolute pleasure getting to know you tonight. Awesome. It really has. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah.
0: So thank you for listening. As always, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at GBMickeyWaffle, and on our YouTube channel, which is The Great British Mickey Waffle. You can also get in touch with us on our new email address, which is waffleon at gbmickeywaffle.com. <laughs> you can also find us... On all the usual podcast platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Amazon, etc., etc., etc. And finally, pardon? yeah, Amazon Podcasts, yeah, Amazon We music. are on Amazon Music Podcasts. Sorry, I've never heard
4: anyone say that before. We don't normally mention.
0: We, we've, been on, we don't we've been on. We've been on Amazon for ages. Yeah,
4: no one, yeah, yeah, one but ever says it. We
0: say that. <laughs> and finally, you can also check us out on our website www.gbmickeywaffle.com. If you're listening for the first time, we would love it if you could like and subscribe so you don't miss out on any of our fun things that we've got coming up. Again, thank you for joining us, which only leaves one thing to say. Waffle Waffle on! um...